Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. Does it feel like fall? It sure does, man. Nice morning here in Central Florida. Yesterday, we managed to uh, hey end up with a green day. We'll talk about that and more and some earnings that have come out. Netflix hit uh, last night, so we'll talk about that. When Dave joins us here in just a few moments, before we do that, though, let's not forget that in the world we live, there's a lot of things that you and I cannot control. But when it comes to your portfolio and your retirement, there are things that you can control. And the number one thing is how much risk you have. The issue is you have to know what that risk is before you know if you have too much or not enough. Give us a call, 863-382-0037, to walk through our core retirement design. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. Now, 19 before 9, let's check in, find out how your investments are doing this morning on Wall Street. Yesterday was pretty doggone good. Can we make it three days in a row of an update? Spoiler alert, doesn't look like it. Let's head downtown to the offices of Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler's on the telephone. Philip, good morning. How you doing today? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today and uh, glad to be with you. We did manage to have a pretty good day yesterday. Not not a barn burner, but but it was it was a good day yesterday. And so the question is, like you said, can we follow through? And it's looking pretty slim right now. Yeah, looking kind of grim. 35 years ago today, we got to make mention, 35 years ago today was Black Monday when we had that big one-day crash, lost like 500 points on the Dow. Boy, doesn't that sound quaint when we talk about only a 500-point loss in the Dow. Yeah, doesn't it? I mean, we do that on a regular <laughs> basis now, right? <laughs> it's just a, a normal day at the office these days. A little uh, different percentage, but you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, to quantify things, yesterday was an up day by 338 on the Dow, 42 on the Standard and & Poor's, and 97 on the NASDAQ. Like you said, it wasn't barn burner by today's standards, but it was green, and that's two days in a row. And then we bring it up to this morning, and the government data dump gets to us. It starts out at 7 a.m. when the Mortgage Bankers Association put out their uh, mortgage applications. Uh, there's some good news. And then there's some bad news, and then there's worse news. Uh, the good news is that they're selling adjustable rate mortgages like it's going out of style. That number was the highest since 2018. But overall, mortgage applications, again, down another 4.5% last week. And you had an absolute number that was absolutely mind-boggling, Philip. Well, it's the, it's the, the, the biggest drop in uh, mortgage applications. You have to go back to 1997, 25 years ago, uh, to find the number that we're seeing right now. So that just tells you how scarce it is for people wanting to get a mortgage at 7 7.5%. It, yeah, it, 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 and, it, and it is just sticker shock on the mortgage more than anything else. But at the same time, it's going to definitely result in some leveling out of housing prices. And some sectors in housing definitely going to end up going down in price on 7 7.5% mortgage rates. They have to, Dave, because everybody's budget is their budget, right? And they can't spend more than that. I mean, maybe they can push it just a little bit, but that little bit's not going to cover another $100,000 in the house. So we're, we're going to have to see 
housing prices coming down for people to be able to afford the mortgage payment. It's kind of like bonds, right? Interest rates go up, the value of your bond goes down. Mortgage rates go up, the value of real estate has to come down. Uh, it's just Absolutely. the way it works. Yep. And the, the only thing really that's floating us right now is the amount of equity that people have. But first-time home buyers are just first-class squad. Folks that are trading homes are looking at the notion of a lot more equity, so their down payment is much higher, and the resulting mortgage payment doesn't look as bad. But, boy, if you're a first-time home buyer right now looking at 7.5% uh, mortgage rates, this is not a fun time to be shopping, is it? No, because you think now that's more than double what they were probably a year, year and a half ago. Absolutely. Now I'm looking at uh, the other indication off of that, and it's a related indication. The government released housing starts as of 8.30 this morning. Housing starts, they were expecting a 7.1% decline. We ended up getting an 8.1% decline in housing starts. Uh, and the odd side of that is the bookend to that number is building permits, they were expecting a decline in that, but the number of building permits issued in the country uh, actually went up by 1.4%. I'm not 100% clear whether building permits are the total number or not, because I had to fill a permit when I replaced five windows in my existing home a while ago. So I'm, I'm not really too terribly confident in building permits being a good news number or not. Well, that, that's true, Dave, because any time you have to do a major, major thing to your house, um, you have to go fill up pull a permit, right? Whether you're adding another room or you're taking your 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 back porch and and, and closing it. So you're right. That that may be uh, a number we've been putting some faith in that may not make sense. Housing starts, so that's a new house coming out of the ground. And so that does mean something. Now I will say that they did revise um August housing starts up so that it was about 13, a little over 13 and a half percent. So, so that was at least a little good news within that shining uh, cover. The other thing that came out yesterday at 10 a.m. we talked about a little bit was the uh, NAHB Home Builders Index. Uh, yeah. It was expected to go down a little bit. It went down more. So it was expected to be a 44. It came in at a 38 compared to 46 from the last month. So, so a, a, we're seeing a decline. Folks, we're starting to finally see that pressure being put on the on the real estate market and the home building market. And I got to believe that if we take another three quarters of a point increase, it's not even an if at this point, it's virtually a when on the 2nd of November, uh, that's just going to make those housing numbers look even worse, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, let's face it, that it's coming. Um, how fast we will feel it here, um, nobody knows, right? Because we are a little insulated as you and I talk about all the time, but but it's going to filter down to us uh, eventually, uh, and, and we'll see some impact from that. Yeah, I kind of believe that it's going to be the upper range of the homes that are probably going to end up doing it. I mean, I keep seeing the value on my relatively modest home. I mean, I don't like calling it a starter home, but I guess it could very well be because it's just me and the cat, so I don't need a lot. Uh, but I've got a nice little two-bedroom, two-bath house. It keeps accelerating in price, and I keep saying, okay, when's that other shoe going to drop? But uh, I look at, I've got a couple of friends that are a couple of notches above me in terms of house sizes, and they've been saying they're seeing they're starting to level off or drop a little bit now. So, you know, kind of in the range, some sectors of the housing market, even here in Highlands County, are starting to see some of the effect of the increase in interest rates, and that shouldn't be a big surprise because our home buyers are looking at 7% mortgages too here. That's right. They, they really are. So um, Absolutely. 
Hey, we, we've been talking about we've been talking about inflation so doggone much over the last few days, and uh, you know, today it's likely that President Biden is going to announce dumping pretty much the rest of the strategic oil reserve onto the market in order to drop asthma, drop gas prices and oil prices. Obviously, there are some political motivations on that, but nobody's going to complain about a drop in gas prices on the short term. That's just a small and an unstable part of the picture. You found some sectors on the employment on the inflation rate that just absolutely are enough to make you drop your false teeth, aren't there? Yeah, they really are. Think about last Friday when we started really this conversation about inflation. And it came in at 8.2%. And we just got the UK number coming in at 10.1% inflation. But I thought this was relevant for us. You know, the, the inflation numbers for uh, a year ago, food at work or school, food we go buy, is up 91.4% from what it was a year ago. Airfare. Yeah, really. Airfare, up 43% from where it was a year ago. Um, You know, maybe that doesn't apply to a lot of people. It does apply to business travel, even though Zoom's become a big thing. Still, you're seeing more of that. You'll like this one, Dave. Eggs, up 30%. Anybody that likes their Sunday morning omelet has felt that one already, haven't they? That's right. And then you got health insurance up 28 percent. 28 percent. That's just scary. The one figure that stuck in my mind is I saw something at groceries on balance were up like 14% in the last year. And I mean, some sectors in the consumer market are just absolutely painfully fast. And, you know, we look at an overall inflation rate of 8.2% and say, well, it stinks, but, you know, that's manageable year to year. But then you look at individual sectors and go, holy crud, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I'll throw you out this last one because tax season's coming here before we know it. People are going to have to get their taxes done. Tax and accounting fees, tax preparation and accounting fees up 11% from uh, a year ago. Good Lord, can't even afford to hit the government up for a bigger bigger, uh, refund this year. (laughs) (laughs) It's costing more, folks, and anybody that hasn't seen it has probably been living in a cave in Lorita somewhere. Yes. we do have earnings season going on, and since we got absolutely nothing good to say on the economy, why don't we go into the earnings season? I understand just for a change, Netflix stocks or Netflix stockholders are happy this morning, huh? You know they really are, Dave. You know we've been—they've uh, been kind of the the poster child of bad news for the last couple quarters. But man, did they do something to turn something around? Because Netflix actually reported 2.4 million new subscribers this last quarter. Now, folks, that was more than twice the prediction um, and really and truly reversed a trend that we'd seen uh, over this past couple quarters. So uh, they did, uh, they, they beat on that, that area, which was good, good news for them. That's got their stock trading up almost 11% this morning. Wow. And that's before they've actually formally offered their ad, their lower priced advertising tiers. So there should be some good projections for an increase starting on November 1st when they begin offering that. I think so. You know, they should be able to pick up more subscribers in that manner. So so I think maybe they've I don't know, maybe they figured something out that uh, that uh, is going to help them out. But that's definitely a uh, good news for them on the subscriber front. Absolutely. Any other good news in the earnings reports? You know, Dave, I, I actually have a lot of good news. I can't find any bad news in reports today, to be honest with you. 
We got uh, P&G, Procter & Gamble reported. Uh, they beat by three cents a share. Revenue topped their forecast as well. Uh, they've been able to boost their, their, uh, their sales, their revenue number by increasing uh, costs or increasing revenue there, pricing. Uh, now, they did come in and say that they've cut their full-year revenue forecast, and it's due to what we were talking about yesterday a little bit, and that's the strong U.S. dollar is mm-hmm. uh, is giving them a little bit of a problem. But but they're still trading up 1.3% this morning. We had the likes of Travelers Insurance Company. Um, they beat on top and bottom line as well. They did have more catastrophic losses, I imagine that, from uh, from a year ago, but They've helped offset that because they were able to increase uh, insurance premiums, which uh, most oh, of us here in Florida, yeah, we 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 feel that uh, they're trading up about a third of a percent. And let's look at JB Hunt. That one kind of means yeah. a lot to us, right? Because they are a transportation company. They transport our goods and services across this country. They had a better than expected a profit and revenue as well. Um, they uh, they're getting ready for this. Uh, Holiday season, they are seeing their shipping volumes decline uh, for that time period. So they are trading up, though, about 1.3%. And let me stop with this one. We have United Airlines. United Airlines reported better than expected quarterly results. Uh, They even issued upbeat earnings forecasts uh, for the current quarter, and they see a continued surge in travel demand. I guess we've been stuck so long that people are willing to pay whatever price. They're getting a big bump today, up 5.6% this morning. Cool. No matter how hard they hit us, we just want to get out of Dodge every once in a while, evidently. (laughs) Resetting the table, it was an up day yesterday. We were kind of alluding to it. Doesn't look like we're going to see one today, 45 minutes before we open. What's happening? You know, Dave, we got a lot of uh, red ink this morning, but I will say it has pared back a little bit from where it was. Uh, When I looked at it this morning, it was green. Uh, when I came into the office, it was uh, significantly red, and now it's reduced the red a little bit. So the Dow right now is down about four tenths of a percent, uh, one hundred fourteen dollars. That's uh, that's down from the one hundred eighty eight. It was down, so so it's bouncing back a little bit. Um, the S and P five hundred down about a half a percent. Nasdaq one hundred down a half a percent, a little over a half a percent actually. Small cap Russell two thousand down three quarters of a percent. So. Um, everything's heading uh, red right now. Even the commodity side, we got silver um, down 1%, gold down almost 1%. So not good news there either. And crude oil is not good either, Dave. It's going up 1.3%, $83.17 a barrel right now. I think, though, morning to morning, though, compared to yesterday, that's about a buck and a half a barrel less than it was yesterday. It is. You're right. It is. It fell pretty significantly yesterday. We can take what we can get out of that. Overseas markets, the Asian rim was a mixed bag. Mainland Chinese markets were off substantially. Japan was up, on the other hand. European markets are looking at our futures, and they're off fractionally, but nothing really exciting halfway through their day. Getting things stabilized and getting a plan that I can actually count on for retirement is real important, and it gets more important the older you get. How do I find you to get that plan together, Philip? Hey, Dave, give us a call at 863-382-0037 for our core retirement design, where we help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM.
and you and me back together again tomorrow morning right here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Philip. All right, man. You have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Gotcha. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Remember that portfolios are up and down, but it does matter how much risk you have in your portfolio. The closer you get to retirement, the less risk you need to have. If you don't know what that number is for you, please give us a call, 863-382-0037. Walk through our core retirement design. Have a great day. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Same time, same place.